Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, for the first time ever, the top restaurants in the world is in South America. It's Central in Lima, and it's in the just published list of the top 50 restaurants. Lima has more spots than any other city in that list. So what's going on there? Mark Moriarty is an award-winning chef and presenter of the Off-Duty Chef on RT, and he knows a bit about this. Afternoon, Mark. How are you? Uh, Has cuisine in, in Peru been kind of developing for some time? I think the marketing behind it has definitely been developing. Uh, it's an amazing place to go to. A lot of a lot of different cultures, melting pot, particularly Lima, um, and amazing ingredients. And then there's a lot of there's a couple of different types of cuisine in in Peru. So you have obviously the seaside, then you go into the Andes Mountains, which are some of the tallest mountains in the world. And then you go into the rainforest. So all those parts of the country produce different types of food. Um, in the last few years, you've started to see kind of Peruvian cuisine pop up in New York restaurants and London restaurants. Don't know if it's quite quite made it to Dublin yet. Mm, yeah. um, keep an eye out for that. But probably because it's very fresh, there's a lot of um, a lot of citrus fruit, um, a lot of grains, a lot of that kind of healthy style of food. Uh, very very fresh, and that's probably why it's gone from strength to strength in the last 15, 20 years. And, and this uh, restaurant, uh, Central, as I understand it, it, kind of represents those different climates. Yeah, Europe. so it's owned by a, a husband and wife, Virgilio Martinez and Pia Leon. So Vir- Virgilio is a, a lovely gentleman, quite a quiet guy. And I think the brains of the operation is Pia, his wife. She kind of runs the show. Uh, and they have different menus based on the different altitudes of the Andes. So hmm. every every couple of thousand feet you go up, a new range of ingredients, I suppose, grows there. And you can go in and choose between the three menus, um, depending on what altitude you'd like to eat from. Okay, is is and in terms of taste, is it quite spicy? You mentioned there's a lot of fruit in there. Is a mixture of those things going on? Down on the coast, you'll have ceviche is the traditional dish. So yeah. we'll probably have eaten it here. So it's generally raw fish, which is marinated in leche de tigre. Apologies for my Spanish. Uh, it's like a, they call it like a tiger milk. So this will be lime juice vinegar. It'll marinate the fish, slightly cook it. They'll serve it with onions, probably a type of corn and maybe some uh, bread on the side. It's quite delicious. When I was there, you ate a lot of it, but it's it's quite acidic on the stomach. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when you go up into the mountains, then there's a lot more meat. There's potatoes. Every type of European potato originally came from uh, Peru, the original strain. You'll have grains, quinoa, which is quite a fashionable ingredient now, is uh, traditionally Peruvian. And then when you go into the Amazon rainforest, then you go into a lot more fruit, a lot more vegetables. Uh, so that's kind of as you go across the country, the different styles you go through. Yeah, crazy. That's extraordinary. Now, uh, fried guinea pig is a traditional <laughs> meal there. Yeah, I had it. Um, apart from the little face looking at you. That's because I Googled pictures of this and like it, it's the whole thing. They don't, you know. Yeah, you talk about spatchcocking a chicken. They literally spatchcock the guinea pig. They yeah. fry it up. There's, it's what mostly they, What bone. did they fry it in? Because they look like it was... There was some sort of batter around. They it. put it in like a little uh, cornmeal flour. Right. Again, corn, very, very traditional proven ingredients. They fry it up and they literally serve it to you, to you looking at it. Um, now, I covered it in loads of acidic things and it was quite tasty. It tastes like chicken or rabbit or anything like <laughs> a lot of these things. <laughs> Everything tastes like chicken, uh, really. And and but, but it does seem to me now, obviously, there's always marketing behind these things and, you know, blah, blah. But it seems as if Lima... It's not just Central, there's a, there's a number of kind of high-end restaurants now in yeah, Peru. Yeah, I think, I think Gaston Acurio was the original Peruvian chef. Ga- uh, Astrid Gaston is the restaurant. You've got Maido, which is a Nikkei cuisine, which is the Japanese influence on Peruvian ingredients. Uh, you've got Frijilio in Central, which is very traditional, almost Inca-style food. 
But yeah, look, the world's 50 best restaurants. In 2004, the Peruvian government made a decision to put some budget behind the marketing of their food and restaurants, Mm. uh, which started with the chefs and the restaurants and came to bringing in critics and judges from around the world. And then you start to see them appear on on various lists. But it's worked. You see it in Australia. You've seen it in Denmark, which has had a massive explosion. Like, who would have thought 20 years ago Denmark would have been a culinary capital of the world? Um, hasn't quite happened here yet, but there's definitely a, a collection, I suppose, in the last 10 years of chefs in Ireland coming together and promoting the, the Irish restaurant product as opposed to individual people doing their own thing. Yeah. Can that happen internationally? Can you have a lot, you know, that, that like suddenly Peruvian food becomes hot, pardon the pun, but, uh, and so you'll get chefs in different countries, go, you know, importing that into their menus. Yeah, absolutely. And part of the gig with the 50 best restaurants is once you're on the list, you start to have collaboration meals. So chefs will fly down to Peru and create what they call a four hands dinner in the Peruvian restaurants and then they'll fly to Australia and they'll do one in say Attica in Melbourne or they'll fly to to Geranium in Copenhagen and you start to see it becomes a club at the very very top and um, what was it Anthony Bourdain said he said yeah you know what the chefs a lot of them know it's not all quite true this top uh, this top restaurant list (laughs) but they all want to be part of the party yeah well, of course, yeah, you don't want to be left out of it. Now, you nearly, I understand you nearly ate in Central, but you, or you had the opportunity to do it, but you decided not to. Yeah, I was booked in on the Saturday night. We were doing an event in Lima on the Monday. Um, and then I was standing in Crow Park, the All-Iron Football Final in 2019. It was a draw. It went to a replay. And I realised the replay was on the Saturday I was supposed to fly. So I told the organisers that something had come up and work because my poor dad was looking at me saying, you can't miss the final. <laughs> Miss Central ended up getting on the plane Sunday morning. I was down there uh, Sunday afternoon because the, the, the time travel works well going that way. Uh, ate in Mido that night. Did the event Monday in Lima. Was back on the plane Tuesday and at the time I was working in the greenhouse and I was back there Wednesday morning not knowing what time or where in the world I was. Wow. It's extraordinary. Yeah, but at the same time, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's a fantastic story. Is there, a, a, like, in that top 50, and I was asking you this before we came on air, that no Irish restaurants, have Irish restaurants ever featured in that top 50 list? Not yet. The original list, well, yeah, the original list was in 2004. It was run by, I believe, Restaurant Magazine in the UK. Kevin Thornton appeared on it, mm. pretty high up as well, I believe, and he's still the only Irish person to have won two Michelin stars. Um, then it was bought by William Reed Media a few years ago um, and it's become this big international thing they now have 50 best bars they've just launched 50 best hotels so we don't have a restaurant on the list but I can assure you haven't eaten in many of these restaurants around the world that are there are restaurants in Ireland that are far and beyond um, better quality than some of the restaurants on the top 50 list yeah no I and I completely believe that Uh, all you know kind of Faux patriotism aside, because there's a, you know, the added ingredient is bullshit uh, some of the time. You said it. (laughs) Mark, (laughs) thanks a million for coming into us today. Uh, That was uh, Chef Mark Moriarty uh, there. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.